Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteen.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 67, the show where we answer all these kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine. And I'm Fonny. Hi, Fonny. Hi, Jazzy. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Tired. Very tired. Yeah. But good. Oh, yeah. You've been doing a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been keeping busy, and so have you. Mm-hmm. I have my, uh, my day job. Uh, runs me off my feet and then I run myself off my feet doing more stuff later and uh, doing the podcast is like a little break for me because mm-hmm. I get to just chat with my friend yeah that's it's how that's how I see it it's really nice and our conversation gets blasted all across the world to over 200 countries <laughs> our little yeah. conversations and then people pay for the luxury of hearing it thank you everyone <laughs> yes It is very much appreciated. Yes. So what have you been up to this past week? Oh, uh, I sold some things online. Um, Yes, you did. I did. And it was really cool. So uh, myself and a couple of friends of mine, um, Juicebox is one of the big ones right now, but we've also got Pizza Bagel and Cuker on board with this, uh, have been coming up with the designs to offer as physical merchandise. And like the entire sort of MO of the the merchandise that we make is that it's really cute, littley stuff or really um, sort of overtly ABDL stuff that won't get you clocked in public for being little or an ABDL. Um, So I have a little rocking horse pin and she's adorable for anyone. Oh, sorry. For anyone who's uh, watching the camera as I'm talking about this here, this is my little rocking horse. She's precious. She's precious. And Juice, yeah, Juicebox came up with a little sleepy bear with a little star hanging off its hat. Uh, we also have some lanyards. And our store name, for anyone who wants to take a look at these, um, is Assorted Crinkles on Etsy. There's links in both mine and Juicebox's uh, Twitters. And uh, we also have the Assorted Crinkle. It's We couldn't fit the S in there, so the Twitter handle for the store itself is assorted crinkle and we do all of our updates there and you do all of the packing and invoicing and everything yourself it is a really cool like you do it's like a really cool community uh indie like whole startup thing it's really cool yeah and we're not the first to do this um like when when bun bun with uh, honey stump studios has kind of inspired me to start um, and their stuff is absolutely worth checking out too. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. I actually have a couple of wind shirts. I still need to, mm. I'm still going through all the boxes uh, from moving. I'm just like, oh my God, my wind shirts. Of course. Yes. I was so happy. <laughs> They're so good. Yes. So speaking mm-hmm. of making things, this week has been very, very, very busy for me because of my, my other job. My other job is also, uh, content creation just like dear jazzy but it's for like a strictly vanilla audience and i'm not going to talk about that here but as part of it i was sent a 3d printer to review so the past week has just been like 
Jazzy Plays with Chemicals, the musical. So I've been fidgeting <laughs> with the test print of Rook that I ran off the Elegoo Mars 2 Pro. And it's a lot of fun. Like I made like a, I made my favorite gay Warhammer 40k character. So now I'm thinking like, now that I've recorded all the footage that I need to create the review, how do I use this to create things for the little scene? <laughs> I'm just like, hmm, what can I make that can like potentially get sold to assorted crinkles? And I'm just like, I'm still like turning it over and like, is this a thing I even want to do? Because the last thing I need in my life is just one more thing. You know what I mean? Yes, I'm pointing at myself here. That's a big mood. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we've both been super duper busy with life every year number one. Give it up. Well, <laughs> Give it up for y'all number one, baby. Jazzy the permanently tuckered. The permanently tuckered Jasmine Starshine. But everything aside, we are here and we are coming to you semi-live. If you want us to come to you live, you can ping us and we'll let you into the Discord. But while we may sound a bit more laid back than usual, I know I'm certainly a bit more subdued than usual because I almost had a fucking breakdown because of trying to do like tech stuff earlier and Fani talked me down and was very comforting through the whole thing. So thank you so much for that. Oh, you're welcome. I was just I was just chit chatting with my friend. So I'm glad that uh, that helped you. It did. So, you mm-hmm. number two. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> we have a Patreon. We have a Patreon. Tell and it is about the Patreon. Yes, we do. I want to tell you all about the Patreon and the $1 tier, $1 vanilla tier, which gets you a username shout out on the show. We have Casa, Danielle, Deidre, uh, Gosh Cheeks, Manic Pixie Panda, Melbent, Nabby Red Panda, Phil Two Five Eight, Punk Bab Retro, and Raystar. You can tell I'm out of it because that's nowhere near the regular cadence that I'd read the patrons. In the five dollar tier, which gets you access to my nude posting channel and a username shout out. Excuse me, I'm drinking red wine. <laughs> we have Ab Michael, Alexi, Bliss Bunny, Briar, Juicebox, Lucy, Maxi Skywalker. No, the Starling family. And ragtime. Skywalker is up a few tiers. I got so used to saying it for like a year. And the $10 fascist tier, which gets you access into my video nude posting channel, along with an extended shout out up to one sentence. We have Fluffy Nate, Ishi, Jack the Writer, Lexi, Patches, Ruka, and Scotia. And the $15 Sinner tier? Sinner tier. I'm good. I'm a professional. Which gets you all the below, including some input on the content that I make. We have Kaneko, who writes, Everyone love each other, and Skywalker Ranch. In the $20 Deviant tier, which gets your name written on me for the kind of video porn that I make, uh, we have Baby Summer Girl, who writes, Let's get this party started. Jamie Bell, who writes, Honk. <laughs> Jessica, Daddy Gray, Let's Call Me Joe, Sluggy, and Soup. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. And also, we've had a fair number of orders on the merch store, which, Fonny, don't let me forget. Once I get paid out, I do need to pay you your royalties on the merch (laughs) that you have designed. Huzzah! Yeah. So, that is very, very exciting. Thank you, everyone, for supporting the merch store. That is on at oddswithgod.com, but we'll talk about that later. Um, Until then, we have questions, because we are an advice podcast. Yes, Fonny? I see in the chat that Lexi says that you missed her shout-out. 
Oh no, 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 no. Oh no. Let me scroll. I am so sorry. We Did can I? edit this. Just slap it right in there. <laughs> no, we're going to do it right now. Aha. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's the uh, shout out uh, then and moving forward. Drink water, pee your pants. I am so sorry about that. I forgot that that was a shout out moving forward. I love you, Lexi. Drink water. Okay. Let us get into the show. All right. Uh, oh, the first one is mine. Duh. Okay. This first one is from Skywalker Ranch Pronouns He Him Yawn Number Three. Ooh, that means that means it's a good show. That means it's a good episode. Yeah. Dear Jasmelon and Fawn Fruit, I am often told that I am very needy by people I talk to online. While I won't dispute that, I think it stems from from my craving for affection. Uh, from childhood, and I don't have the money for a therapist right now to deal uh, with that right now. Is there anything you two could recommend uh, so I could stop coming across as needy to people online, or at least uh, behaviors to avoid? Sincerely, Skywalker Ranch, dipped in hummus. Yummy. Mm -hmm. uh, Fanny, do you want to take this one first? Yeah, sure. Uh, Skywalker, I've been able to hang out with you for a little while, and uh, honestly, I think you're doing great. You have sort of this this gentleness to you that is very easy to get along with. Um, but I can definitely see where it's some of that concern can come from, like especially if you've been rebuffed by people before, especially whenever you're a teenager where everyone's trying to figure everything out all at once and tempers get pretty high. And then whenever someone's doing something that you don't like just a little bit, you end up just kind of like shooting them down and being like hey that's not cool you know and then that sticks with you forever um so yeah the childhood thing yeah i definitely think that's true um as for things that you can do about it now now that you're an adult i think your self-awareness um definitely helps but let's see what would i do in that situation I have definitely felt like I'm being too needy before and sometimes, you know, I just kind of like let it fly and go bother my partner because um, <laughs> I'm like, I need affection right now. You're going to hug me and you're going to like it. Um, I'm definitely that I think, way. Yeah, right. Um, but I think being needy can be shown in ways that benefit everyone, right? Where maybe you turn your need for validation into just a need for conversation. Um, and there are plenty of places to just chit chat with people. Jazzy server being one of them. So that you don't need people to tell you just how great you are. Um, you can just listen in and have some input and, and get that like socialization that way. Um, as baby summer girl says, uh, being a teenager is a nightmare. Yeah, it yeah. sure is. Uh, it sure is. Are, everyone's got trauma from being a teenager. Um, you know, some more than others, but it's definitely still there. Um, and let's see. The teenage industrial it's, complex is a nightmare. It's true. That's why being able to rage against the machine is so important. It's true. <laughs> and Chevelle against 
Chevelle. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be an episode if we don't mention Chevelle. We need to make a new bingo sheet. Yep. Oh, that's true. Yes. With some of the phonyisms in there, too, maybe. Yes. Um, And then for the at least the behaviors to avoid that you're asking about. Uh, being upset that you're not getting the attention that you are looking for. I've definitely been guilty of being like, look at this thing that I did. And then, you know, not getting 15 replies telling me how amazing that I am. And then being like, oh, I guess everyone hates me. But then I had to turn it around and be like, well, at least one person put a heart on my photo. So that means I got attention and that's great. So. Mm -hmm. Or then, you know, just jumping in on someone else's conversation and not taking it over, but like just being part of it for them as well. And then oftentimes they'll turn it back around and start talking about something that you like. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One thing that I've noticed, um, especially with me and, and a lot of um, my friends here in the server and then also in my real life, a lot of us were quote unquote losers growing mm -hmm. up. And that's why mm -hmm. we bonded. And that's why we're flourishing and blooming here in our adulthoods. Uh, that's why we're peaking here as adults while all of our bullies peaked as teenagers. But one thing I picked up is, um, as I know this to be true about myself, so I don't want to speak about anyone else except for myself. I never got the socialization lessons that other kids did early on simply because I did not have friends because I was not allowed to have friends societally my school and my peers decided not not my school but like the my peers in the school decided no one is allowed to be friends with Jazzy otherwise you'll be as much of a loser as her so I had no friends for a very long time and since I was not socializing with anyone I did not receive any socialization practice and I did not get a chance to learn cues or boundaries or things like that. And, you know, I, I looked into it and there's some studies behind it that like people like me who did not have a fantastic uh, childhood when it comes to friends and bullying and all that stuff. Generally, um, part of the trauma is not picking up on social things as easily as someone else who had a full socialization growing up did. So I would say first and foremost, like don't be mad at yourself because social graces are a thing that you do have to learn and practice. And they are very complex and very difficult. And mm -hmm. it is very silly that it is that complex. And also no one should be getting mad at you because of that in fact i think it's really 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 ableist and really shitty someone's like oh you don't understand what a social faux pas cringe it's just like we we very intentionally do not work like that here in the dear jazzy server but out in the wild open west of bird app on twitter a lot of people are nowhere near as nice and um if someone were to if you were to be having a conversation, someone says, oh, you're being needy, like, and it's just like, there's a difference between giving feedback and being polite about the feedback or exiting conversation when you don't have the spoons to deal with the conversation. There's a difference between that and being like aggressive and rude about it. Um, so the shoe is absolutely on both feet for this one. Like the responsibility is on both people, one for doing your best with what you know about social situations and then on the other person for not being a dick about it. 
when we do inevitably mess things up, which is okay because we're human and we make mistakes. So it's, that's what makes us human and everything. Jesse's server equals the cool kids. I just saw that raspberry. And Lexi says losers are the best people that they have so much to give and are so deep and lovely. I'm going to throw this react on that. A boo for mm -hmm. high school says Pixie Panda. Precious. If you want to join in the live chat, you should join our Discord. Plug. Back to my answer. <laughs> um, but in terms of like people saying you're needy, generally that comes from when I'm when I see that word thrown around a lot, it generally means like sending a lot of DMs, especially when one is like seen and not responded to yet, and just like hammering the response like hey 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 and then the other person goes you're being needy or someone is like trying to continue a conversation or like saying like or if someone is offline trying to send messages generally it's when i see someone being described as needy it's because of message frequency and quantity um and since uh you are self-aware to the point where like you know that people are telling are giving you this feedback and are trying to figure it out. I would say look at the number of messages and the quantity, but also the quality of messages. If they're just like fast, 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 with not much like meat to them, there's not much for people to respond to. Whereas if you send a more fully fledged message with just like, hello, X, I am Y, I am contacting you for Z reason, there's a lot more conversationally that the other person can work with. Um, mm -hmm. however, I have talked to you a great deal and I know that you're a really great dude and you're a lot of fun to hang out with. So I want to meet the person that has a problem with you and talk some sense into them because you're awesome. Um, and also there is absolutely a, a bit of like a clicky bully ish popularity contest problem within the baby first scene. And if you find yourself on the toxic or like the aggressive end of that spectrum where people are being mean to you, I'm really, really sorry that that's a thing that you're going through right now. Um, let's absolutely keep the conversation going. Fonny and I are here. If you have, if you need any more advice or feedback or anything, Fonny, yes. Yeah. I just have like this thought that came into my head and I'm kind of wondering here because we know Skywalker is fairly masculine, goes by he, him, and other people know this. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if people see Skywalker, you know, wanting attention and affection as something that he shouldn't because of how they have coded him. I think that it's might be like, part oh, of it. Boys don't need affection. You should probably calm down there because I've heard that before a lot, you know? Oh, it's yeah. It's like, no, you, you definitely deserve attention and affection. I've also heard a lot of like a very kind of toxic, like I hate all men, cis men are garbage. Cis men are only want trouble and grossness. Lexi just said in quotation marks, man up and everything. Mm -hmm. And I've definitely seen some bad takes on Twitter and on Instagram and on Tumblr within our scene. That's just like, Oh, I don't want any cis men messaging me because all they want is sex and they're creepy and I hate them. And that is so toxic and damaging and terrible. And it's mm -hmm. just like your, if your feminism does not include societal limit, uh, liberation for men to allow them to be themselves 
And if your feminism does not stand for the eradication of toxic masculinity, then you are not truly a feminist. And I will stand by that because feminism is supposed to help everyone in the equation. And I, it really makes me frustrated because I'm in love with a man. I'm living with him. I'm effectively married to him because I'm collared. It makes me so frustrated when people throw around like, oh, like this person's like, if they go at it from like the, like, like you said, from the wrong angle, like, oh, Skywalker's a man. That's creepy. They shouldn't be contacting me. All, all the boys in the Abydale scene are gross and creepy. I've seen that so many times and I'm so sick of it. Thank you so much for bringing that. That like activated me. I feel, <laughs> I feel sweaty. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm I just want to attack this from one more angle and say, if anyone's calling you needy because they think or they expect that you shouldn't want that level of conversation with them because you're a man. Fuck them. Fuck them. Throw them right in the trash. Not worth it. Yeah. You gotta throw the whole bird app away. <laughs> bonnie do we have anything else for skywalker ranch dipped in hummus uh yes skywalker i love you i love you too skywalker yep okay uh this next one is for you funny it is it's got a pink background which means i get to read it yay this one starts out dear jazzberry star crunch and frilly funny o's okay but now we need cereal like yes. cereal art of like of us and everything and it comes in like a double pack it's one both of the boxes yeah yes. <laughs> yeah or like the little tear open um teeny tiny boxes of them yes that you get at hotels and they come in like a yeah. two pack yes yes and it's yep. served with a delicious juice box <laughs> there it is <laughs> there it is uh, okay continuing on now that we've got the cereal talk out of the way um, yes we're super cereal here. Super cereal. <laughs> uh, I've heard you talk about how bad Fifty Shades of Grey is for its portrayal of the BDSM kink community. If you could rewrite it to be a more accurate representation of kink for the normie crowd, how would you change it? From the biggest little kid who's part of a balanced breakfast, Frosted Raspberry Flakes. If that's I could, a fantastic question. Yeah, that's wow, really raspberry. good. If I could rewrite Fifty Shades of Grey, I would hit Command A and then the delete key and then mm-hmm. hit save mm-hmm. and then send it to the printer. Yeah. Um, but my actual answer is how would I uh, how would I edit it to be a better portrayal for the vanillas and a better entry point for them is. Oh my god, Manic, Manic Pixie Panda says, if I could delete one phrase from the lexicon, it would be pull yourself up by your bootstraps. That's so fucking true, though. Back on topic, um, if I could rewrite Fifty Shades, I would make it very, very much more consent-focused. Very much more consent-focused and very much less like, oh, this is my dirty desire. This is depravity. Because that connotation only serves to hurt our scene more and more because it makes the public perception of BDSM like, oh, this is like edgy and dangerous and scary when clearly it's not. Um, So I would definitely make it much more consent forward. And also the actual actions I would, I would write the characters instead of using Home Depot supplies, 
using like actual hardware and supplies supplied by like a locally owned sex store that is stuff that is body safe and actually meant for the purpose and not just like the Home Depot special. So other than that, and just being like very like sex positive and body positive and also 50 shades is kind of grossly kind of weird and sexist in a way because it's like the oh the pretty little submissive woman and the big strong dominant man it's just like i don't like that there like i said i would just delete the whole thing and then just link some quality bts fan fiction (laughs) if i'm being quite honest yep that's what the b and bdsm stands for bts There are so many creative minds on Archive of Our Own. Going through the tags is so fun. So fun. Wiffle yeah. says uh, that they would emphasize the community elements of BDSM, not just the weird sex scenes, which is so important because BDSM is community first, activity second. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Fonny, your turn. All right. So um, I would make it a fan fiction of uh, trans wizard Harriet Porber. Uh, yes (laughs) yes thank you um and first i would rewrite most of like the basic getting to know you plot points um to have harriet porber sign up for a fetlife account and find a munch in her city um first go to that munch and get to know a couple of people and then go over the tenets of safe sane and consensual and where in her city she might be able to source um some of the the things um that she might be into say she's into rope she would ask well is it safe to go to home depot they would say oh yes and no you're gonna want to have a pair of safety scissors and you're gonna want to pick a nice rope that um isn't gonna damage your skin if you're not practiced for this so maybe safe jute for a little later and when you can play with someone else maybe cotton is a good choice for you to start out with and she would go oh okay when's the next play party? And they would say, oh, you need to be vetted for the play party. So come to another munch. And then we'll start getting you in for the play party. She'd be like, cool, sweet. And then she'd go home and masturbate about it. Because <laughs> you have to. <laughs> wasn't <ready>. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Go home and masturbate about it. <laughs> I love that so much. Not, oh, no, go sleep on it. No, go go masturbate about it. <laughs> you know, you always have to make all your decisions after you masturbate. Yeah. Um, it's whenever you're, you're you're at your clearest. As Mary um, says, go H-A-M, go home and masturbate. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to anyone who listens to this in their car or something and just like drives into a divider because they weren't expecting that. Yeah. Uh. I'm sorry for people who listen to the show in the car and have to go through the Taco Bell drive-thru with us talking about diapers. Oh, God. <laughs> yep. And then, anyways, then down the line, after making a couple of close friends who she's able to talk to and see if she's compatible with, then she would be able to go to her play party and they would say, well, would you like the wristband that says, please don't chat me up to play with me? Or would you like the wristband that says, yes, I'm looking to play? And she'd say, you know what? I'm looking to play. And then that's where our action would start. With a very nice partner for her to discuss an entire scene and lay it out. And the 
nice dungeon monitor who makes sure that they play safely the first time they get together. Precious. And that would be my Fifty Shades of Grey. I love it. I would read that. I would read yeah. that so many times. I would listen to the audiobook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would listen to the audiobook if it was read by Gilbert Gottfried. Yes. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> oh, wonderful. So if anyone takes this idea and writes a fic about it, please tag me. I would love to read it. And I will draw anything that you want because of it. Ooh, you heard it here first. That's a good incentive. Wow. Yeah. All right. Night, Joe. I just saw your message. Good night, Joe. The um, or you could go the teenage route and do 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 like standard Wattpad fiction first they went home then they shit their pants and masturbated and then they woke up and they shit their pants and masturbated then they got in the shower and then they shit their pants and masturbated (laughs) (laughs) author's note yes they were still wearing their pants look it up it's called fashion sweaty it's called fashion sweaty (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that picture I posted on twitter was so fucking good I was wearing my artisan's apron like my fucking medical gloves and a mask to deal with like all the 3d printer resin i'm just like it's called fashion becky (laughs) and people were like what the fuck are you doing Mm -hmm. oh my god (laughs) raspberry says 50 shades of daddy gray he hates that more than anything in the world because he took the moniker gray way before 50 shades ever was a thing so it's funny because every time we would go to the club that's his scene name as well. And he would introduce himself as Daddy Gray. And people would like, oh, like Fifty Shades of Grey. He'd be, no, no, not like that <laughs> at all. It's so funny. Uh, funny. Are we about to move on to the next question? I mean, if, if we're all good with uh, going home and masturbating about it, then go uh, ham. Yeah, I think we are. Awesome. We're about to go ham, but we're about to go ham on our ABU plug. So, edit note. Whoosh. This episode of Dear Jazzy is brought to you by AB Universe, the world's leading provider of ABDL and Incon products. If you want to support the show while restocking your petting stash, check out at oddswithgod.com slash sponsors or the sponsors channel in our Discord for 10% off your order of 50 or more. Whoosh. And we're back. <laughs> I have edited in the ABU plug be- using my wonderful degreed skill set. Okay. <laughs> but wait, you're a furry, so wouldn't it be pedigreed? Oh, look at you. I don't have degrees, I have pedigrees. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. I love it. Okay. Also, yes, ABU does have a plug. Uh, as in a advertisement, you fucking degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I just watched the wheels turn in your head on that one. I, you know, it's, oh, shit. Did I just accidentally, like. You did. Uh, okay, there we there go. We go. I We're smacked good. the number pad. <laughs> okay. This question is from Auburn, who, use gen- who uses gender fluid pronouns. Dear Jazz Peeps, I see nicknames like Mommy and Daddy everywhere. But is there a cute nickname to call a non-binary caregiver? Uh, what kinds of ideas for one would y'all have uh from auburn pronouns hell if i know well i 
have been a big proponent of Renny for a long time on the show, which is R-E-N-N-Y for a non-binary caregiver. And I, I just love that so much simply because not only is it cute, does it, and it also fits the same like pattern as the words mommy and daddy, but also it's easy enough for a little to say in little space. And I just think it's really, really precious and I love it so much. I've also, I've also seen uh, ZZ floating around, Z-I-Z-I, -I. Uh, although I'm not sure if that is for one specific relationship or if it's a more general NB term. But those are just two of my favorite ones. But I'm really excited to hear what Fani has cooking. All I can think of is Big Cat. Big Cat. Mm-hmm. Can I have a juice box, Big Cat? I mean, that's pretty darn cute, so. That, that's really fucking cute. And then your baby cat. Aww. Or little kitten. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I didn't even think of it that way, but now I'm just... Oh. No, I want that. <laughs> I want that. We have um in our relationship, we have um we have as as most couples do, we have like our coupley lexicon. And we call kittens uh stick tails. Like little because their tails are like little antennas, yeah. they're little sticks, because they don't have the articulation in them yet, because they're babies and they're just like beep, like little sticks and they're just running around they're little stick tails little antennas yeah <laughs> yeah it's so cute i love it when you get the fluffy cat that it makes it look like it's got a little christmas tree yes 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 that's exactly what a stick tail is just like a little beep 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 beep, beep, beep. just for <laughs> i'm crying now <laughs> no don't cry <laughs> it's so fucking precious i love it so much mm -hmm. okay big cat baby cat Question yeah. answered. Yeah, and also uh, Rennie. I love Rennie. Rennie is so precious. I love Rennie. Yeah. All right, Bonnie, this next one is for you. Yeah, all right. This one starts out, Dear Jazz and Fawn, at what point in dreaming of discussing about big life choices with a partner, about kink, about vanilla life, from collaring to cars, do you stop letting the doubts hold you back and just go for the thing? Signed, JB, ready for a happy wife, happy life as a happy wife. Pronoun she, her. I see you're also like me in that you're a trans girl who dreams of being a trophy wife. I see you. I am you. <laughs> um, in terms of taking the plunge, it can be really scary, but sometimes you just got to do the thing. And you have to kind of do like the cost benefit analysis of just like, this is what I want. All of this is within the capability of happening with this human. And I just need to do it. And it's just like a matter of like nerves and everything. And the worst thing someone can say is no. But when it comes to like choices with a partner, like pretty big things, like prime example with my room here and us buying a house together, me and Gray, that was really big because houses are a lot of stinking money. And we're thinking about like, okay, we have to buy a house. And then before we move in, we have to effectively flip it because we can't do the floors and paint the walls while we have all of our things and furniture in here. So we have to like make quick decisions and we are thinking about it and we're like, are we ready to do this? Are we ready to jump in? And then we're just like, fuck it. Let's do it. No time like the present. Let's just strike while the iron hot let's, let's do it. And here we are. Uh, 
I think that the most sound advice I can personally give is you miss 100% of the, tra- of the shots that you don't take. Uh, Fani, what do you think? Uh, I think... Yes. Um, okay, so this is something that I also have trouble with in my life where I'm just like, well, when do I want to start selling things on Etsy? When do I want to swap my car out for a new one? When do I want to move to another apartment, you know? Um, and oftentimes I wait till it's a little too late, you know, where I'm just like, oh, this would have been so much better if I started three months ago. But the fact is, I did start at some point And not a lot has backfired on me yet. Um, and I say yet so ominously, I don't mean that at all. So I'm saying anecdotally, it worked for me to just do the thing. And as long as you kind of have half of a plan ready and you have half of a plan for whenever things don't work as, as planned, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You can as long get into it. Yeah. As long as you have your contingencies covered, you mm-hmm. have to ask yourself, why not do it today? Why wait? Yeah. Do I have the money to to get this off the ground right now? Do I have a little bit just in case it doesn't happen as I planned it? Yeah. Yeah. Do I have a little bit of social support for whenever I decide to make this big life decision with my partner? Yeah. Yeah, we can go for it. Yeah, that's usually what I kind of bank on where I'm just like, well, do I have my a little bit of a safety net ready? like Just enough. Because I don't want to worry about like, well, we have to have contingency plan for every single error that could ever happen. No, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I just want to focus on my number one goal. And try my best at it. And whatever issues come up, I can deal with that. Yeah. But I don't need to worry about it all right now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Precious. That was wholesome. Yeah. I like that. Aw. Yeah. I like when I like when we ever ha- when we had those moments, it's just like, just do it. Yeah, do it. I love when we had those like little like encouraging moments on the show. I think it's really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean at the end of the day, you will be okay maybe financially ruined but you will be okay yes you will be alive and that's what matters yeah Yeah. you can always run away to panama you can always run to panama (laughs) (laughs) i've been watching a lot of true crime recently and the amount of people who actually do go to panama wild i I never knew this stereotype huh yeah I never knew that that was a thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hmm. That, yeah. There's a couple of countries that are kind of like stereotyped as like the, I'll just run away to that place and disappear forever. Panama's one of them. Mm. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> says, Wiffle says, says Fawny, who can't prove she isn't broadcasting from Panama. Uh, yeah, you know. Anything's possible. Those windows could be computer screens to make you think that I'm actually in a different time zone. We're actually all in the Matrix right now. Please subscribe to my 19-part series at Infowars.com. Don't look behind me. There's no cord back there. It's fine. There's nothing. (laughs) 
<laughs> just like the fucking creepypasta video. I feel fantastic. <laughs> That's a throwback to like <laughs> not this era of internet. All right, we got to keep this moving. Uh, are you ready I for just this next one? Run to Panama from where? Says Manic Pixie Panda. And wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? Uh, Wiffle S. Jazzy is the Matrix a transpositive movie? Absolutely. The whole thing is a trans allegory. The best one there is. The best one there is. I love the Matrix. I'm so excited for Matrix Four. I cannot even contain myself. Is it also by the Wachowski sisters? You know it is. Yes. Okay. Yes. I will absolutely have to go watch that. Yes, there is a fourth one. It's coming out soon. Mm. Okay. This is from Jamie Bell Quality Cat Girl. Pronouns she, her. Dear Jazz and Fawn, what are your thoughts on hair being put into pigtails, then used as handlebars while getting railed? And on that note, what are your favorite ways hair can be incorporated into play? Uh, writes Curious Cat Girl Jamie Bell at the salon. Yes, I am pro handlebar railing. I love this. Yep. So yep. good. As long as your partner isn't like yoinking back on you and just uh, holding you with steady pressure, hopefully near the base of the pigtails. All good. Love it. As long as your partner knows how to treat hair and doesn't rip it out of your skull or damage it. Love it. So good. Mm -hmm. My personal favorite way is uh, for those on who are watching my camera, you can see that I just shaved my undercut down pretty short because it's summer. And in the summer, I, I usually have uh, Daddy shave my head down pretty, pretty far just so I can like vent off the heat and everything. Um, but all the other seasons, I just kind of let my sides grow to like a like like an inch long or so just to have like a little bit of like a slight undercut and but also long enough to hold color. But when it is that length, you're he's able to get his hands in there and like like grip it like against my there's enough for him to grab and like kind of just like grab pull back and then like go who do you belong to in my ear fuck it's so good my favorite ever is when hair is used as a leash specifically like my scruff not like my hair hair but like my scruff is so good like grab me by the undercut it's so good mm-hmm yeah. I'm trying to find. There was a video a while back of a, I think she was a sex worker um, who was teaching people how to pull hair safely. Mm -hmm. And I love that video because she's demonstrating it on another woman. And whenever she goes in and actually grabs the other woman's hair, you can just see the other woman just like melt into it. There's it's a way really you can cute. do it. It's oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. And if I find that, I will post it in, in the server. It was a safe for work video. Uh, people are saying that, quote, grab me by the undercut, end quote, is like very iconically me. And I, and I own that. Grab me by the undercut is absolutely like jazzy punk rock energy. <laughs> there it is. It is there oh, forever. Pin! Pin! Yes! You have earned a pin. You have earned one golden jazzy coin. <laughs> It is it is an imaginary concept. Please uh, put out your hand to receive it and imagine yourself receiving it. Yes. Lexi says that they melted into a subby mess. I'll make it better. <clears throat> One, let me grab you up by the hair, baby girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or even better, I can't you with the 
Welcome to Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. Hit you with one of those. Jesus Christ, Jazzy. <laughs> I love this soundboard so much. <laughs> Just to segue into something that I want to talk about. Uh, one of my favorite yes. ways to play with hair is to make it into a ponytail that you can loop a, a rope through. Mm-hmm. So that you can, like, hog tie her. Also including her hair. Yes. <clears throat> Yep, that's that's the that's the shit that Fanny does like. And that's usually it's like they just make a ponytail and then loop the ponytail back on itself through another elastic or like tie it really tightly with a, a rope to make a loop in the hair. Mm-hmm. And then just put a rope through that. I love that. I love so that amazing. a lot, like as an extension of the rope play. That's so cool. Yeah. I personally love I, when Speckles back here grabs me by the undercut. Oh. <laughs> That's my favorite thing ever. Oh, for those not in the know, Speckles is here. He's hanging yeah. out with us tonight. It's majestic. Majestic, my steed. How tall is he whenever you're standing next to him? Let me show you. And for reference, you oh. are five what? I am five nine. Oh, let <gasps> All me, right. Let me change the camera back to something that isn't a fisheye lens okay here we go <gasps> move back here he oh my gosh you like yeah with the the little horn on the front there he's definitely taller than you yes he is <laughs> my goodness yes he is taller than me and i love it tall orange and handsome in certified steed moments says Wiffle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Amber, who is the Puffy Paws wolf, who is coming in hopefully soon. I believe her tail stands just over six or seven feet tall because she's yeah, in a pouncing yes. position and then the tail's up. So, yeah, another toy that's bigger than me. Ah, love it. I love it so yeah. much. <laughs> This episode of Dear Jazzy is brought to you by Camp Buddy, the steamy yaoi visual novel by BLX Games. Featuring over 75 hours worth of gameplay, multiple character routes, over 300 unique illustrations, an original soundtrack and voice acting, animated sex scenes, a journal writing minigame, a foreplay minigame, a secret room to find, and in-game patches and updates. <gasps> oh my god. Go check this game out. It's available on Mac, PC, and Android at at oddswithgod.com slash campbuddy. Okay. Uh, Fawny, this next question yeah. is for you. Excellent. All right. This one starts out. Dear J the Jazz-tastic and Fawn fabulous duo. You were going to have so many questions to catch up on. I almost feel guilty sending another. Oh, no. We love the oh, questions. No, we no, love it. Yes, please yeah. give our show more content, please. <laughs> yep. Nonetheless, here we go. So I've wet the bed twice this past week, either from a UTI or maybe even getting too intoxicated, but the second one really took me by surprise. I've not dipped my toe into the diaper world quite yet, but this week has me considering night wearing. Thank God I already had a waterproof mattress cover on. Do I just buy adult diapers at CVS? Also, thank you both for cultivating this beautiful community. Aww. And uh, she says, hugs. Uh, from Manic Pixie Panda, who, despite hearing so much about diapers from all our Discord babies, feels as lost as ever. I've been waiting for this question to come into the show since we started the show. 
I am yeah. so excited. Alexis says, well, do we have a sponsor for you? Boy, do we have a sponsor. So. So. You want to learn about diapers. I just like turn the chair around like Captain America. Mm-hmm. So. Take us through the it, terminology and different kinds. Indeed. So. You don't want to buy adult diapers at CVS, and I'll tell you why. They suck. Um, they do not hold very much at all, and also they are very uncomfortable and clump weird. What do I mean by clump? The way a diaper works is that it is a layer of plastic on the outside, and then the core, which is the big absorption part, and then the inner is like a fiber, cloth, cotton feeling like substance that goes up against your parts and is supposed to be very soft and then um most of the things that you'll see at cvs are just like slip-ons basically like pull-ups and they don't like tape onto you obviously some of them do but ah yes i see you're getting visual aids (laughs) i I see you grabbed an m4 which is a medical i bunny hops i I was actually about to grab my own bag of bunny hops my right goodness. Here. And yes, this is an L4 because I got a big ass. You got a thick ass. You got a quality ass. Uh, let me see if I can't find a husky peekaboo for visual reference because that is clearly Aww. the best diaper. It truly is. The husky yeah. peekaboos are just so, so pure. So I good. Here yeah, are. Jazzy already went over how they've got the plastic on the back and uh, many of the styles do have plastic and it feels like smooth plastic. Some of them mm-hmm. are um, like the soft backing where it feels kind of cloth like. Those are also good. So J S E. But yeah, so let's go over the anatomy of a quality diaper. Funny, you already started doing that though. Oh, yeah. No, I was just uh, reiterating what you were talking about in the first place, um, where Jazzy was talking about the core. And that's what gives these uh, their thickness. Like, that's why they're not like just a piece of plastic. Um, And oftentimes they are full of. Did you already talk about SAP? I did not talk about SAP. Okay, so SAP is just super absorbent, absorbent polymers, Um, just like little, little cells of stuff um, that puff right up and absorb whatever wetness you give to them. And that's why diapers are able to like soak up as much as they do. The better, like the highest quality diapers that you can get out there are going to be mostly SAP with not as much filler. Um, But being in between on the SAP to filler ratio is totally fine, depending on what you're using it for. Something like bedwetting, you don't need to worry about SAP that much unless you're planning on wetting like six times that night. And also... If what funny means by highest quality diaper, what she means is a peekaboo with my face on it. Oh, absolutely. Or a bunny hop. That is the cutest thing ever. And also has hook and loop tapes. Loop. And also, hold on. Let me get some of that ASMR. Oh, it's not picking up. It's picking up on my end. So that's okay. okay. okay, It it, it will be in the episode. That's what matters. Excellent. If it's loud enough, maybe I'll discard will pick it up. No, it just cut right out. I think it thinks it's background noise. Oh, Discord. Um, (laughs) So let's talk about uh, the fasteners. Um, Also, yes, it is amazing. That has my face on it. Um, Thank you for noticing. Um, 
so on most adult diapers, um, there, there will be two of these adhesive tapes on either side. And how it works is you lay it down. It, it's like wings. You lay it down, then you tape it in the front. And the tapes go on to the art here, which is called the landing zone. That's where the tapes go and it sits all snug and it's all comfortable and all that good stuff. Um, some have longer wings to accommodate bigger asses like Fonny and I, since we are blessed by the goddess. That's what the L4s yep. are for. That's what yeah. the <laughs> L peekaboos are for and everything. Um, some of them do not have adhesive tapes. They have hook and loop tape. So Velcro, which is what Fonny has. Yeah, I'm uh, holding up um, an ABU bunny hop right now. And the hook and loop tape just means whenever I put it on the landing zone, um, it's not going to stay there forever. I can adjust it if I need to. Or I can take it off if I'm like, oh, I, I really don't want to use my diaper right now. I'll go use the toilet and then put it back on. Mm -hmm. Which is primarily what I use hook and loops for because I don't really like messing all that much. It's very rare for me. So yeah. I can just like just take the Velcro off, use the bathroom, put it back on, carry on about mm -hmm. my day. Very handy. Indeed. So, um, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to, I am a dissenter. Um, I don't mind drugstore brands for the right application. Mm -hmm. um, say you were just worried about wetting the bed after you've been out for a night drinking. I think a Tenna will do fine. Um, especially if you kind of know how much you might wet already. If it's like, oh, it's it's a couple of tablespoons or like half a cup or something. Tenna does fine, especially if you've already got the the waterproof bed cover, and it won't break the bank. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are also incontinence panties, like the washable ones that you can get from places like oh, who is it that makes those now? Nix, I think it is. K I believe so. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Or they're specifically made for people with uh, vaginas who um, sometimes pee a little when they sneeze. Mm hmm. Which is another important thing to note, because based on your basement anatomy, as it were, some things may be better and some things may be worse. Some things mm -hmm. will be better for controlling your pH than others. I have not had issues with ABU because, again, they're the best. And I'm not just saying that because we're sponsored, Dab. But um, it's for the same reason that a lot of people who have vaginas don't. Uh, mess a whole lot just because it gets all up everywhere and it's like oh yeah can get in places where it's not supposed to and that's not necessarily good um obviously that's not a true like blanket statement that's just like a general trend um and also i'm going to plus one what fanny said is that the cost factor um is a thing because as nice as boutique diapers are they do add up especially if you need to start wearing every single night. It may be more mm -hmm. economical to get uh, washable uh, washable diapers or cloth diapers or um, or drugstore, God forbid. I would not subject myself to that. I would just do uh, cloth that are available um, in a multitude of different locations. And I really like the custom ones on Etsy. Those are really, really cute. That's true, yep. 
And also, you are not taking our time up, but you can still DM us. This is literally quality content for the show because other people want to know about this, too. So don't even worry about it. Um, Also, the homemade option of the plastic bag, paper, dowels, and duct tape. Don't do that. I tried it in college, and all that happened is I got piss all over my dorm. (laughs) It is is not... It's not a thing. (laughs) Uh, And then Lexi says, when do we get a Patreon video of me instructing how to properly put on a diaper. Hopefully soon. I think that'd be good content. I need to go also go back. There was a Twitter video about a guy. Um, and it was really cute and funny. He was just showing you how to put on a diaper. And I'm going to need to find it again because everyone needs to see it. This was probably like six or eight months ago, though, now. Mm. Twitter videos. Impossible to find. Truly. Truly. Thanks, Twitter. Yeah. But yeah, so you got lots of options. Uh oh, Raspberry has the link. One thing I will say before the video comes in is that um ABU also has scenting options. So if you want your diapers to smell like really like powdery, fresh and cute and everything, I really enjoy that. And I always spring for that option when it comes time to restock and because that's something that is just really, really good for me and just I love that. Um, it is not a, ne- a, a necessity and other brands do have it, but are like the Avery one the best personally. Mm-hmm. Funny you're still there. I am. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just, I'm getting old and stiff and sore. <laughs> oh no. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. So yeah, that that's the lowdown on padding. I hope that you find something that you really like and I wish you all the best uh, with your bedwetting and everything. Um, I also deal with that a fair amount. So and it is really frustrating and it it could be like, oh, where did that come from? So I definitely feel you on that. And I hope you find something that works for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. Uh, Are we ready to go to the next one or did you have any last thoughts for this one? Uh, I think we've covered all the basics. Maybe yes. I got to pull out some of my stash and show them off. Yes. <laughs> my stash, which never dwindles because I never touch them. Also, uh, Pixie Panda, if you wear a size medium, I may have one to give you at the convention because I have one medium sized space that does not fit me because ash. Mm-hmm. And I also have obviously a bunch of larges as well. Uh, this next one is from Chloe, pronouns she, her, and gender fluid. Dear Shazre Jazzy, what's your favorite 40k model from Chloe, addicted to little plastic shooty people? Oh man, I have a lot of favorite models. <laughs> Take us away, Jazzy. A- this one's all yours. <laughs> this is this is Jazzy time. I recently got my hands on a L'Oreal, the Ever Queen, and I'm really excited to build her and paint her because I've been lusting after that model for such a long time it's just this beautiful like goddess wearing this long flowy robe standing on a giant stag beetle it's so so freaking cool Bonnie's taking a break while i talk about warhammer <laughs> but obviously she's from warhammer fantasy battles and warhammer h of sigmar which is not 40k speaking specifically about 40k um i'm very 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 partial to the warlord titan which i know is like a two thousand dollar forge world model 
or free if you have a 3D printer, minus the uh, the, the resin costs, wink, and everything. <laughs> yeah, Wiffle says Fonny's putting on the bunny hops, lol, call out post. Um, but the Warlord Titan is so cool just because of how modular it is and how all of the Titans are very modular and to a lesser extent the Dreadnoughts as well, like the Daredeo and everything. Uh, so basically what I'm saying is I love the mechs <laughs> um, and just how you can build them. And also you can make custom parts for them, like the sinister, the Ordo Sinister side Titan head. And if you can find a nice print for the the black hole cannon and it's just so fucking cool. Um, I also really love this Dreas super heavy tank. I just think it's really, really like intimidating and huge. Also, Thunderbird and Storm Raven, just because, again, big and intimidating. But in terms of like smaller infantry units, I'm a big fan of the uh, of our our boys in gold, the uh, the Adeptus Custodes, uh, and not just because of <laughs> not just because of if the Emperor had a text to speech device. I just love the Custodes just because of their aesthetic and also. They can do everything on a two plus dice roll. And I that's just stupid. Um, favorite vehicles. Um, I got to give it up to uh, the Dark Eldar Ravager. Sorry, not the Ravager. No, yes, the Ravager. I was getting that mixed up with the Raider. Um, but also, I think that my favorite one is the Tantalus, just because it's just this big, intimidating sky barge full of pirates. And it looks like something out of Star Wars that like Jabba the Hutt would be on um that's really cool and i'm really partial just to the classic land raider you can't beat it it's just it's a land raider it's perfect you don't even have to update it from like the 80s because it's just perfect as what it is um trying to think of some of my other favorite ones how is your changes no changes oh wow panty shot wow i I feel flattered actually (laughs) thank you i had to prove it or else y'all would keep teasing me <laughs> Big girl confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> Lexi posted like the equations. Girl says listening to all this talk about the fight mallet. Um, yes. Uh, even as an outsider retro, I hope this does sound badass because it is really fucking cool. Um, just a couple more. I think the Talonar supremacy armor, which is KS. 139 i'm probably wrong on that but talonar is really cool with like the big cannons on the back big shooty boy uh the tau orca just because it's a giant like space bus and also the manta just because it's so stupidly huge um god there's so many great models oh the lord of change the lord of change and most of the models from the zinch line are fucking incredible and also, I just love like Thousand Suns and Zinch and that whole like and like the Alpha Legion. Those are just so cool, especially in Horus Heresy when they have like their like reflective like blue armor. So, so cool. I could I could start my own podcast on 40K. So we're not going to get into this. And also, you don't have to take out a 40K thousand dollar loan. You can buy a 3D printer. <laughs> Um, you can retire or have a hobby pick one, says Skywalker. That's very true. <laughs> um, so those are some of my favorite 40k models. All also, right. also Maya, uh, the only custody you need from TTS is Kitten, obviously. 
because uh-huh. <laughs> he, he has his feather from his boyfriend magnus oh magnus is another great model but it's kitten yay kitten okay i i th- i need to cut myself off i'm setting a boundary i'm cutting myself off from 40k talk for the rest of the episode <laughs> <laughs> after the show you can continue yes i oh boy info dumping funny i really hope you're prepared for info dumping in the car <laughs> for I when mean, we that's that is both of us. Indeed. My friend, I think we uh, formed this friendship over trauma bonding and info dumping. Oh, that's really precious. I'm not <laughs> sure if you saw this, but there's a post going around talking about the five love languages and then the five love languages for neurodivergent people. And one oh, of them absolutely. was info dumping. And I was just like, yep. oh my God, we do that to each other all the time. Yeah. And I love that the uh, the the gift giving for a neurotypical person is uh, I saw this thing and I thought of you. So here it's yours now is the one for neurodivergent people. I love how here, acts, of service, acts of service is called please break my soul back into my spine. <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> and it's literally an entire love language based around deep impact touch. And it's just like, oh, that's so me. And also info dumping. <laughs> yeah. yes i am info dumping uh and i guess wouldn't words of affirmation just work both for neurotypicals and neurodivergent folks because like i am a slut for praise oh yeah yeah call me a good girl (laughs) i will cream (laughs) yeah yeah only a little bit but only a lot like a fire hose (laughs) like a fire hose all right jesus christ jazzy this next question please thank you <laughs> yeah, moving on this is wiffle they them who asks dear jazzy i i want to watch x hamster videos but my what kind of antivirus should i get <laughs> Speckles helped me through that. What kind of antivirus should you get to watch X Hamster? Just install Linux. No one makes viruses for Linux. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Use Um, Opera GX with the full VPN suite set up and ready to go. Install NordVPN and run it on Backtrack Linux. (laughs) You'll be fine. I I have a Mac. I use Google Chrome and I have three ad blockers. Works pretty good. There's this one soldering project I want to do called a pie hole. That's just a Raspberry Pi that you attach to your web router. And it's just a big wide DNS blocker that's just because all the ads on the Internet are funneled stupidly through only a couple of DNSs. So it says to all those addresses, no, get out of my network. So I feel like that's a very safe way to watch X hamster. (laughs) What is DNS? Is that like denial something something? DNS is domain name server. Oh, meaning because they can't make anything easy in IT. Domain name system. Oh, I'm oh, a maker, not a sense. programmer. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Cool. Cool. All right. The very last question for this episode is from Jamie Bell. Pronounce she. Oh my God! What the fuck, dear Jay Z, dear Jazzy. 
do you want these in your new house? And it's a picture of 3D printed penises on light switches. Oh, <laughs> they are small, approximately one and a half inch long penises. You can get them in multiple colors from left to right. In this picture, there is brown, pure white and peachy flesh tone. If someone's penis is pure white, I'm pretty sure they're dead, bro. <laughs> like It's aesthetic, though. It's very aesthetic if you're fucking like a marble sculpture, which is kind of hot. TBH. And also, I kind of really want to find the STL files for this so I can run off just a whole batch of dick light switch covers and put them in my parents' house. And my, my mom oh should be like, oh my god, Jazzy, again? <laughs> you gotta turn oh. on the light. Literally turn on the light. That's the joke. Also, Whiffle's... Wiffle says uh, the totally white penis means that they are properly powdered, which is precious. And I love that. Yeah, that's really cute. Oh, my God. Okay, so on that topic, Daddy had this moment when he was changing me the other day where he had he had the powder and he just turned it over and just went and just like in like a jet stream. I was just like, that's so much. He's like, no, watch this. And he did the thing. and It was the perfect amount of powder. I was like, how did you do that? He's like, I'm a wizard. It was, it was magical. Gray's a wizard. You heard it here. It's true. Heard it here first. Bonnie, that's all I got. Yep. Are we ready to wrap it up? I think so. And all right. Do up all four tapes on it. Do up all four tapes. Are you about to do up all four tapes? No, get out of here. Get 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 your head out of the gutter. No. I'm oh, you're blushing. Grown woman. I'm a grown woman who don't need no pampers. I don't so. love bunny hops. No. <laughs> Where can people find you? How can they give you money? Uh, they can find me in all seriousness uh, on Twitter, mainly under twitter.com uh, slash FonnieABDL. They can also find me on Patreon and give me the pocket change or the change that they find in their couch at uh, patreon.com slash FonnieABDL. You'll have to search me directly there because uh, I'm an adult artist and you can't search that from the search box. Um, everything's also linked through the adultswithgod.com um, link tree that uh, Jazzy has set up for me. Um they can also find my physical merch, my little rocking horse pin that is so cute. My rocking horse is named Candy. And Aww. canonically, she is transgender. Um, <gasps> yes. I mean, it's true. I mean, have you seen her? She's pink and blue and white. Precious. Trans flag. Yes. Yeah. Um, and a bunch of stuff from Juicebox as well is on the Assorted Crinkles uh, shop on Etsy, which can also be found through our Twitters and everywhere else that we have resided on the internet. Indeed. And I have been your host, Jasmine Starshine. Uh, you can find me on my Twitter, which is my primary social media at little Jazzy baby. Uh, you can also hit me up on discord, which is Jasmine Starshine number zero, zero, zero one. Uh, all my links are also available on adultswithgod.com. And uh, the Patreon is uh Patreon.com slash Jasmine Starshine to support the show. Uh, last but not least, we have a merch store, which once again, a lot of people have been supporting. Um, the proceeds of uh, 
the merch pieces that are not designed by me, half of the proceeds go to the original artist. So if you want to support not only the show, but the people who make the visual component of the show possible, that's a great way to do so. And it's actually like probably the second best way to support the show, honestly. Also, Fani just had a birthday, and we have Fani's uh, Amazon wish list available in the server if you want to check that out. Uh, last but not, not least, everything cons- on there is expensive. I chose just little things. Precious. Last but not least, you know what you love it. We're going to say the thing. Dear Jesse, is an at oddswithgod.com production. Please visit us online at, at oddswithgod.com. You can see my links, Bonnie's links, the merch links, Assorted Crinkles links, our community fundraiser, and everything related to this show and others. Bonnie, any closing thoughts? I love Jazzy. That is my closing thought. I love Bonnie. Thank you. Oh my god, thank you. And we will see you next time. Good night. Goodbye.